Hi, I am Okpeolu Adeyemi, and this is the Excellent Subordinate, a series of conversations that will propel you to be excellent assistants, deputies, or a team player in any organization and across every walk of life. You see, too many people confuse being the best with being the first. Thus, whenever most people find themselves on a team as a member or a second place leader, they recline and don't ever put their best forward. These ought not to be so. So please pay attention as I share in the next few minutes on how we can live our best lives, whether or not we are number one in any setting. You're welcome to today's um, podcast. Um, thank you for always tuning in. All right. So um, we're talking about, you know, as the title says, five things your boss wants me to tell you. All right. So, um, you know, think about it like this. Would it not be super cool to know what's really going on in the mind of your boss? Like, you know, I'm sure people wouldn't mind to pay a fee just, you know, to have an idea of what the supervisor thinks of them. Yeah. Yeah, but after working with a few bosses and um, understudying a lot more, I believe there are a few generic and um, basic knowledge that cuts across board that team leads would um, want their team members to know. See, the truth is, the list is not exhaustive. It's uh, it's a it's a huge list. All right. So, but there are some industry-specific knowledge, you know, particularly. Um, specific to some industries so but these ones that i'm about to share they're generally you know common to all all right so um let's let's get into it number one excuses suck yeah let's be honest the the, the work is demanding at every level you see and bosses expect you to do your part of the job as delegated or expected so it is altogether annoying when you come up with excuses rather than solutions Generally, bosses think excuses are easier parts to, you know, explain all the reasons why you didn't do what you, what, what you should do. You know, like um, Florence Nightingale said, she, she said that she attributes all of her success to never giving excuses or taking them. Do you understand that? So, she, so the way, that's the way most bosses also have made a resolution for themselves. Never to um, let you come up with alternatives to resort. For them, it is hogwash. John Wooden said something. He said, never make excuses. Your friends don't need them. And your foes don't believe them. <laughs> so let me add, your boss outrightly hates them. That's the truth. All right. So very quickly, what's the wisdom to, to, to you know, dealing with this? You have to make up your mind never to give any excuse. You always take responsibility. Um, understand your integrity is on the line so don't be seeking an escape to the you know to the consequences of your act so next time you focus your energy on getting answers you know getting results and not 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 excuses see this is how it works bosses prefer that you come up with a result i mean come up with a result at least and then present the difficulties after that's after you have come up with a result it's a better order you know when you present the results and then you can explain some of the things that happened beforehand that way he is willing and open you know to help you and you know add, add to the results that you already have so that you can make it better otherwise your excuses you know they close him up do you understand that all right so the second one criticism and personal criticisms are not personal see to be honest the work is the work 
and um, most subordinates tend to forget that it's a team and you know together everyone achieves more and that includes your boss all right so even when he's sounding in ways that isn't pleasing to you or or something that is not really going down well with you you must always remember that your team everyone forms part of the team and he's just making sure you achieve the ultimate goal so however the the way different bosses um communicate some of this um how they feel some of their opinions differ so i understand that so, but you must understand that when your boss is being critical or when he's seemingly sounding like he's attacking you it is not necessarily personal all right you must personally always make up your mind not to take criticisms personally always assume the position that you know we deal with issues and not people and that is true so when your work is under the lens you know and it's being shattered and torn apart you know don't ever let your emotions in it otherwise you will not learn from it and you won't be able to grow and you see if you don't grow you will repeat the same mistakes and if you repeat the same mistakes your boss will be annoyed and it doesn't take so long before opinions are formed and i'm sure you don't want the wrong opinions formed about you on your job all right so see this phenomenon particularly is it um, it's true for the people in the creative industry yeah you see your work will most times come under the lens under every critiquing and if you're if you want to be successful at the job you have to separate your emotions from your work that is being criticized most times in all honesty though if you if you take some of this critiquing very well you realize that your work will be better for it in on the long run all right um yeah this is the third one and <laughs> this is really fun see your boss goes to the toilet too <laughs> yeah see this is particularly talking about the humanity of your boss yeah you have to cut out some slack you know you have to sometimes make an excuse for her too you know bosses are as human as as we all can get she may be suffering a heartbreak she could be going through hormonal distortions she could be dealing with emotions and you know situations that she could never discuss with you and things that you know ultimately would affect her mental health so and so consequently our work will also be affected so you have to understand that our humanity and um, uh, and some things always get in the way and you must allow it these bosses are not enemies the job is not a battlefront so you must take it like that and there's a whole lot that happens behind the scene that um you, you may never get to know that's the truth so that's why you must give allowance for when they seem to be irrational you i'm telling you the honest truth you will be seriously shocked at what some of these people are going through and they can't say it's just a human thing you know so think about it this way if you have to tell your boss some things that you are going through personally off the job now you know see how shocked she would be now think the same for her so sometimes fear can make her irrational worries can make her you know insensitive in the end it's often said you know that you've got to separate work from personal life but still you don't have to forget that the same heart the same person the same boss is dealing with the same issues and she has to still deal with work so sometimes the clashes are really inevitable so the question is how much of humanity are you going to allow your boss all right so um number 4 your boss is really not your friend this is very important and instructive now it sounds obvious all right um but the truth is the rules are different and if anything your boss is not primarily your friend now he may be friendly with you and this is okay this is okay for 
to foster smooth working environment, you know, and help productivity. But it is important for you never to get carried away in a way that suggests that you don't know how to draw the line as a subordinate. He is your boss. And that primarily is the primary role that he is holding in the office or on the job or on the project. And he has to act as one. Alright, so he will call the final shot when he has to. He will reject your work if he has to. Do you get that now? So he may do a few things that your friends will usually not do. And that's because he is not your friend. He is your boss. And he has standards to hold and hold him against you know, so uh, in any case, you should know that leaders don't lead with sentiments, right? But there's there's sentiment in friendship, and that's why he's not your friend. He is your boss because of course you expect your friend to be sentimental about you, about certain things about you. But your boss will not be, and he may not be. And you should know, as a person, you should know that leadership is about commitment, not sentiment, because you are a leader also. All right. So let's get to the final one. The fifth one now says, see, your boss also has got a boss. Most most times we tend to forget this, but this is very true. There's something you have to know. Your boss has a boss too. Even if he's a CEO, you know, even if he looks like he started his business, even if he seems like uh, he's an entrepreneur, he started business by himself, he has a boss too. I'll tell you an example. He has, say, the board to deal with. He has um, consumer opinion to deal with. He has um, governmental agencies. You know, he has policies to deal with, um, say, like, tax guys, things like that. He has all of that to deal with. So he, he actually has a boss too, you see. And sometimes when he looks like he has absolute control, he doesn't. Trust me, he doesn't. And if you know this, it will help you work with the consciousness that, oh, he has got a boss too. And so we have to work towards the betterment of the organization. Do you see that? So there you go. Five things that your boss would really love that you know. Number one, I said... You should know that excuses suck. Don't give them. Criticisms are not personal. Don't be too emotional with, uh, your, with your work. Your boss goes to the toilet to allow for the humanity of your boss. Uh, your boss is not your friend. All right. He may be friendly with you, but he's not your friend primarily. And your boss has got a boss to sue. All right. So there you have it. Uh, there may be a whole lot more, like I said in the beginning, that bosses will you know, want their subordinates to know. But if you do these few things, I'm sure you'll be better for it. Up the ante and let's together enjoy. See you at the top. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Excellent Subordinate. Remember, being the best at any point is not always about being number one. You can live your best life and put in your best so much the number will not count. So don't forget, after all is said and done, let more be done than said. That is, practice the things that you've heard. That's the most important thing. So we can continue this conversation on Twitter. You can join me at ADME underscore Okwe or you SMS this number 0706-203-1854. And that is 0706-203-1854. So for questions, suggestions and clarity, you could also email the excellent subordinate at yahoo.com. Have yourself a great day.